0: On another devastating episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, the rumbling continues as Aaron Yeager and the Titans march across the ocean to Marley. Will our heroes be able to save the world? We'll talk about that and much more right after these ads we have no control over.
1: 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92%? Because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial.
2: Sing along if you know the words. A One, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, a conversation and a celebration. Of our favorite action animated series. Yeah.
0: Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action animation and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We are your hosts. I am Zahir Ali.
2: My name is J. Scotty St. Clair. And I am Andrew Rogers.
0: And the rumbling continues. We have lots to say, lots of positives, lots of negatives. This will be a very ranty episode, and we're glad that you guys are here for it. Uh, We did have a lot of news that dropped this week, including the Crunchyroll anime awards. We did do all of that on our Demon Slayer episode, so you guys are interested in what's going on in the world and what our thoughts were on the awards. Please check out that episode and send all of your feedback to our respective DMs and emails and all the fun stuff, which I'm sure you wonderful people have memorized. But we will drop it towards the end of the episode as well.
1: And if you're interested in Demon Slayer, also check out that episode. We had a great time.
0: And if you weren't before, just watch all of Demon Slayer because it's incredible. Season 3 starting. Why not? It's a great time. Great time to be an anime fan, man. Like, within 14 hours, I drove to the theater for Demon Slayer, went to an Attack on Titan watch party, went to bed and woke up to the newest My Hero Academia episode. Like, what a time to be an anime fan.
2: Living your best life.
0: I really am. (laughs) (laughs) And then the drops of that Dragon Ball Z and Naruto game that came out. Details in that Slayer episode, we're not going to get into it because we have a lot of Attack on Titan to cover. We had two one-hour specials? Is that what it was? Uh, or was one, it the whole thing it, an hour? It was one, the whole thing one, was hour, one hour special.
1: Yeah. Okay. If you watch something else, I have questions <laughs> because I don't know what we're going to be talking about for that second special. I watched <laughs> one thing. <laughs> Well, my friend
0: also started the very first episode, and we were sitting there like, man, are we really getting a recap? And I'm just like, I don't think this is the newest episode. I think you actually played episode one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Spell it back there. So, yes, as fans of Attack on Titan, I'm very confused. I'm still confused. I was confused last week. They bring up the worst in my confusion. Let's get to the synopsis.
2: <laughs> Let's get to the synopsis. We shall with season four, part three, part one premiere: the final <laughs> chapters, chapter one and two. Woo! <laughs> yes, say that ten times fast. Nope. All right. <laughs> the march of Aaron Jaeger and the Wall Titans reaches the Marlian city of Liberio, killing most of its people. Aaron has known since he first arrived in Marley that he would one day flatten the city. Despite this, he calls his friends into the pass in order to tell them there can be no compromise so long as their stances are unwavering. The combined group of surviving scouts and warriors manage to get the flying boat fueled and prepared at Odiha, but not without costly delay caused by Flock Forester. Hanji Zoe fights the approaching Titans alone by the group time, handing command over to Armin Artlet. The group catches up with Eren near Fort Salta, one of the last bastions of humanity in Marley. Following a failed bombing run by the Marley military, the scouts and warriors jump from the flying boat and onto the back of Eren's founding titan.
0: You guys ready for my hot take? So as ready to like we'll be my guy. <laughs> yeah. I said that I got to watch like both of these back to back. I think I would have rather seen this in theaters than Demon Slayer.
2: Ooh,
1: hmm.
2: feeling that sizzle? I feel like Hanji Zoe being burnt up
1: by Colossal Titan scene, scene right <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if I disagree with you, if I'm being I, honest.
2: I, I disagree, uh, and we can get into why exactly, but I think my – I know you guys have thoughts about um, – the release schedule and map is communication. So I won't steal any of your thunder, but I really feel like with like the the rumbling being so present, like I found like the momentum of like this whole, I don't, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it, but like considering how much fallout and how things are wrapping up so much, I was like, Oh, this would have hit so much harder. Had it been released in closer succession to everything else. Cause I found myself really straining to remember Everything that happened in the previous parts of the final season, because so much has happened. I like found myself going to the wiki, just like refreshing myself. I was like, okay, what were these countries partnerships and whatnot? Like, when did these foes become allies again? And and maybe I would have could have benefited from rewatching before this, but I I didn't have time to do that. So um, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't
1: without um, some qualms, I'll say. Sure. Honestly, one of my first thoughts was, oh, yeah, there was a plane, like Mm -hmm. a very key and integral part of the story that we were telling this week was something I had completely forgotten about because of, like, I think it's also because of how big the rumbling as an event was that, like, we all knew it may have been coming, but none of us really thought we were going to see it on that scale. So, like, if you ask me anything about season four, the rumbling is, like, the number one thing in my memory. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah, I... So I finally got around to watching the the Crunchyroll supercut of seasons one through three, hmm, which okay. they put seasons one through three in the span of a two hour morning morning words. They put seasons one through three in the span of a two hour movie, and it was really well done. If you've seen everything Anita need a recap, I would never suggest anybody to watch this for the first time um because of like the pacing and there was like narration and they recut the music and stuff but they did a really good job and then i was just kind of watching uh the final season and i think i got up until um aaron activated the founder titan and they started marching so i didn't get to like the last confrontations like at the pier and stuff but a good chunk of it was fresh in my mind and i remember last year it's just stupid to say this. this is the final season. And we talked about this last year. Um, last year when we spoke about it, I had mentioned that like if they were going to drag it along and not communicate and do this and do that, like just put the rest of it in the theater, like make a spectacle out of it. I still think that they should do that for the fall, which is when they say they're going to wrap this up. We'll see how long they drag it on. But if if I had to pick between. In our premiere of Demon Slayer or in our special of Attack on Titan, knowing that I won't see anything to fall, I, I think I would rather watch those two in theaters, right? Because it's the ending, because they're big spectacles. There's so much to talk about. Um, I know manga viewers have their thoughts. I don't know the details. I don't want to know them. But at the same time, it's like, with I've been watching this since 2012, like, if mm-hmm. you're gonna drag it on for this long, make it a theatrical spectacle to wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I was thinking was, "Oh, that's the end." Like when we got to the end of this episode, not that we didn't get some great things throughout this special, I was just like, "Oh, that's it." Like they click
0: click hanger cliffhanger. cliffhanger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a sick cliffhanger, but we have to wait six more months. Yeah. To get this cliffhanger resolved. Like, I think that's my biggest thing of like, okay, Mappa didn't communicate and I am PO'd because of this. That I went in thinking, oh, we now have Attack on Titan for the next, yeah, I don't know, four weeks, six weeks, yeah. however long. Like I thought How this are we was- gonna a, record this? Yeah, I thought this was <laughs> a premiere of a season. Then to go online and find that even the articles didn't know whether or not this was a one-off thing, whether or not we were getting multiple things, they were all like shrugging. And I think it was this morning, I was finally able to find like one article that said, oh yeah, the part two coming out in the fall is another one hour special, maybe one hour. We don't know that is supposed to be the end. Like, why are we getting this single tease of an hour of a chapter or two chapters of the story? Like just put it all in the fall. Give me all four chapters at once and let me, you know, succumb to the slow death that they have been trying to put me through all in one sitting, because that's the reason that it feels like it's a weird, you know, disjointed cliffhanger, is because I'm not going to get the answers to the things that I want to know, need to know, whatever, because now there's also teases that it might be an anime only ending, so the manga Mm. readers are also now getting excited because it might be something different for them, but I don't understand what the schedule is and why they A are being weird about telling us what it is and B why it is what it is. Like there's just it's bizarre in terms of the way they're producing this.
2: I could not agree more. I think I would have rather waited more time and had these conclusions all presented to me at the same time or at least within a reasonable time frame because again that's where I like this story has been so I, I, and Zuhaira I feel for you like you've been watching it since 2012 I watched that really? first season back in, in 2012 but then just like fell off and had the the pleasure of being able to binge seasons two and three in preparation for this final season but it's such a gripping story with such great characters and such a great world like I feel like it's kind of a disservice to release it this way this disjointed and it's I hate to say it, but I I kind of feel like it's like losing steam in some ways when it should be like, you know, reaching the heights of its storytelling and emotional impact. And it's just not doing that for me just because of the way it's being released.
0: So many play on words. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. The
1: steam and everything
0: towering. And I was like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. (laughs) picturing the rumbling as you're giving that
1: description. (laughs) Yeah. And just like, that's my last point is we waited. what or not? We said last, uh, no, last, Point of the scheduling issues. I have other things to talk about, don't you worry. Um, Zuhair, you waited, what, six years to go from season one to two, or from two to three, or something like that? Something like that,
0: four to six years.
1: Why did we need to rush this one-hour special to come out, you know, six months after the last they part have of the season? four projects that they're
0: working on!
1: Yeah, and honestly, that's the one thing. This still looks amazing. They did a oh, phenomenal yeah. job. I don't know how MAPPA has done this in lieu of Chainsaw Man and all of the other things that they're working on, but don't rush it. If you don't have to, like, I don't understand. Is there a contract issue? Like, what's going on behind the scenes that is causing all of this chaos? Just tell us about it, and hopefully we'll understand. Or even if we don't, we now at least have a perspective of why it's happening this way.
2: Mm.
0: There is one thing, but I'll tell you guys off air.
2: Okay. In case Uh, listeners don't want to know. Do we want to go ahead and jump into some feedback before we
1: get too carried away here?
0: Let's do it. I think Uh, it's time we talk about the story a little bit. I was about
1: to say, it's story time, so let's, uh, let's let some listeners give some thoughts on it.
0: So we got an email from the one and only TJ Stafford. And we are back. It's been too long since I felt the entire emotional spectrum in the course of an hour. Terror, joy, sadness, rage, and everything in between. That opening was horrifying. The episode's thumbnail on Crunchyroll was an image of Hanji looking totally badass, so was already fearing the worst for her. But at least she got a pretty fitting end. Oh, my only regret is she didn't go out cackling like she was wont to do when dealing with Titans. Speaking of regrets, for the love of Emir, can we stop splitting the party? Just (laughs) once before the show ends, I want a full Titan team-up with all five of the remaining nine, but if they keep going off and doing their own thing, Likely not going to get it. Annie and Falco need to get their butts there post haste. Besides, I need more Armin and Annie. They are adorable. I don't really care who else lives or dies in the final confrontation, but I need those two to make it out okay. (laughs) I read that as make out okay. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed the last installment, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts.
2: First of all, I want to say, TJ, I got your reference. Stop splitting the party. And I feel like that yes. is applicable to Demon Slayer as well. So go back and listen t- again to that episode there. Um, but I I do just want to address the elephant in the room for me. Um, speaking about Armin and Annie. Yeah, that's, that's cute. And I want Armin to be happy. But Annie, I have not forgotten Levi's squad. So, mm. yeah, uh, she's, you know. We've seen hero villains become heroes and vice versa. And, like, I think that's really what this story is about at the end that war is hell and there really are. Nobody comes out unscathed and nobody does things that they're, you know, not proud of or anything like that. But I'm just having a hard time, like, finding Annie redeemable. And I kind of, it resonates with me that she doesn't find herself redeemable. Um, but yeah, I, I just can't forget Levi's squad and that massacre that we had. Like, it's hard for me to want her to be happy.
0: I need that alternate universe where we could have seen Levi and Petra together.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. It, the whole point of this show is that everyone's awful. And that's my thing. Everyone's awful. I'm not rooting for anyone anymore. Like, as much as there was emotion, it kind of felt soulless to the point of like, ah, you know what? Kill Kill Aaron and all of you were going to die in like nine years because we found out that's how long titans live or whatever it is like you all have done some horrific things at this point like i i don't know if i want to root for this relationship because it just feels so i i get it i love the place that it came from but i don't want to root for any of these people to be happy because they're all doing horrible things at this point and selfish things and like It's totally such a weird understanding, and I love that they're putting me through that emotion, but it's just like, oh, gosh, another ship that I now have to question with all these people, you know, in the background of, like, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. We're going to find
0: out. So many things that you guys mentioned, like, made me happy I did this rewatch. Like, we talk about what everybody did, because when you guys were talking about, like, I don't forgive Annie, like, I'm thinking it's like, yeah, I just want Armin to be happy. But then like Armin's had all his dialogue of like how bad he feels for like the people that he's killed
1: mm-hmm. since
0: he's been the colossal Titan. Yeah. And then there was the conversation between Aaron and Rhina when he was in Marley for the first time. And he says oh, yeah. in front of Falco, like, like, why did my mom have to die? Why did this have to die? Why did you have to do this? Like all this happened because you guys, like, we didn't even know you existed. Like th- this happened because you guys made that step. And then seeing Gabi had the same thing. She was like, you killed my friends. You killed this. You killed like the exact same like Aaron dialogue. And then the the third piece of it was there was so many times where Levi and oh my God, what was the commander's name? Erwin? Erwin. Where they were talking about like, especially before Irwin went on his final strike, he was like, do you think they're watching us? And there was this beautiful scene of Erwin and Levi talking and like, it cuts out to like everybody around them. And he's like, do you think they're watching us? Do you think that we've succeeded? Like, I just want to be able to, you know, fulfill the mission for their sakes and this and that. So Levi had that conversation with Hanji. And then when Hanji got stomped, mm-hmm. seeing everybody around her, like how they talked about for two or three seasons now was so beautifully done. Like, sure you drag everything off over 12 years and piss me off in the process, but like the way that they connect all these little pieces together is just incredible.
1: Oh yeah. That emotional payoff, like I'm not rooting for relationships necessarily, but the emotional payoff of the fact that Hanji said the exact line of, do you think they're watching only to wake up and know that they're watching become one of the watchers have that beautiful, like, as much as it was a fake out, and I hate that they faked us out like that, where it's like, wait, Hanji's alive? How is Hanji alive? Mm-hmm. Only to yeah. see the entire squad there to pick her up was heartbreaking and beautiful and sad all at once. Like, I loved it and hated it, but just having him pick her up and say, You have such a story to tell, I could have had it end there. Like, that could have been the place where I'm like, This anime's over. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is such a beautiful story that it's just. The the carrying of this war is now over and the burden is gone because she did what she had to do to save them. Like that was so beautiful and so amazing.
0: The fact that Hanji has an eye patch in the afterlife just for that fake out cracked all of us up.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you, even though everyone <laughs> had two arms, he got his yeah. arm back, but she yeah. still got the eye patch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess she could take it off after she finishes the story.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, probably. which
0: everyone apparently saw because they were there.
2: No. I, I will say Hanji's song, swan song was definitely the highlight of these two chapters in the, you know, hour long special as a whole, but I can't help but be reminded. The only reason that she had to buy them time is because flock Forrester reared his ugly head again. And I was like, I thought we were done with him. He has to come back yes, to I throw more rock. wrench. But then I, I felt like his death too. Like they tried to give him, they, I felt like they tried to redeem him and like, the characters like you know trying to actively like care for him as he was passing away and like he got to die still believing in what he believed in his cause like it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way i was like if there was ever i mean again like to andrew's point these all these characters have done awful things and it's hard to root for any of them Hanji being the acceptance all the exception i'll always root for her um but <laughs> yeah t- like the fact that he felt somewhat redeemed and got to have like this like Again, he had an ODM sword shoved into his neck, but it still felt like a peaceful passing for a character I detest.
0: I I hope he had, like, just enough brain activity left to feel the steam, like, slowly burn him as the Titans got closer. Like, I hope that was very slow and painful.
1: <laughs> wow, this is bringing out the worst in us. Jeez, Louise. <laughs>
0: Screw that guy. I'm very, trying very hard to wash my mouth right now. Screw that guy.
1: Yeah. I am honestly a bit surprised that, like, I know Hanji as the leader felt that she was the one that needed to do that. But the fact that Levi being so grievously injured was Mm -hmm. not the one to say, like, I can't fight at 100% capacity. Let me slow them down. You go take down Aaron like that. I was kind of actually expecting uh, Levi to be the one that you know, did the deed and had his swan song in that moment. Like as much as it would have been really sad to also see one of the few characters with redeemable qualities stick around, um, or rather die so that Hanji could stick around. It was it was interesting that he's still here just because of his revenge vendetta against uh Zeke. The names. Zeke. Thank you. It was leaving me. Yeah, that he has Levi a vendetta
0: versus Zeke Round versus Zeke. Three.
1: But like <sighs> I don't know, I feel like Hanji could have been the you know better warrior and also not promoting Levi. What are you doing like that
0: was amazing. <sighs> I, it was I like Levi's your underling now. Make yes. sure you boss him around. <laughs> that was so satisfying.
1: <laughs> it was, but it wasn't like give me that scene of her saying to Levi, like, "Hey, I can't promote you." Give us the little background of like these two characters would probably have that conversation to be like, "Hey, I know we're friends, but I can't do this." And he'd be like, "Yeah, duh, obviously." Like skipping over him in the lineage like that—that's kind of screwy. Nah, he
0: knows. He knows his uh, place. Know.
1: And that's where it comes back to, I wish we had more time, because I feel like that's something that could have been a little bit fleshed out.
0: No, Mm. that's something where he understands his status as a warrior, and whoever's in charge needs to have the brains for everybody, not just himself. So the fact that he can focus on what he needs to do while having somebody cover the big picture so that he doesn't have to worry about that. It makes perfect sense,
1: but is Armin really the big picture guy right now? It feels like he's not. Like, wise he is. I don't know. It feels like he's not in the right place that's to make those decisions he, against Aaron, though.
0: That's why he revived Armin and not Erwin. Thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm also reminded of like we're. You know, it's it's making me think of like characters that were redeemed and and how effective that was or or wasn't and um like with hanji again like with this being her you know her final bow she mentioned uh i think she was speaking to yelena how yelena was like zeke's fan girl or you know fan person whatever fan and she was like this only proves like that the euthanasia route was the only viable option and hanji oh. like kind of acknowledges like i, I did fail i failed aaron and, like, maybe this would have been the best path because I didn't show him any better way to protect the island. So, like, having her, you know, make that admission and then, like, to see that Levi's response is different when they're in the, like, the coordinate, the pass, And Levi has that opportunity to kind of, like, speak to Aaron. And he says, like, I can't remember exactly what he says, but basically, like, if you stop now, I'll just give you a really swift kick to the face. So, like, <laughs> to see his approach to, like, how he's failed Aaron and then... It makes me think of uh Reiner again because like again, like what you brought up with what we first saw in the beginning of this season with Aaron in front of Reiner and um Falco and saying like, I'm basically doing to you what you did to me, and it coming full circle with Reiner having this like conversation with Connie where he realizes like maybe Aaron like actually wants us to stop him like I thought that actually was something that worked really well for me. It it being Reiner that came to that conclusion.
1: Yeah. Reiner has a weird redemption arc that I'm like, I'm kind of on his side of he is seeing the, the, this from a better perspective than he was before. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, maybe at the end of the day, I'm also like, we have passed up on gene for so many opportunities. I feel like he could have led them and actually been like, you know what? Screw Aaron, screw you, screw everybody. We just have to save the world. Like, it felt like Jean mm. had that like clear head going mm-hmm. in. Again, we would have skipped over Levi to get there, but I feel like that almost would have been better. Cause I don't, I don't trust Armin. This episode taught me like Armin is just trying to take the friendly route. Let me talk to Aaron. Let me see what can happen. Like, does he have the gall to do what needs to be done at the end of the day?
2: Jean? Mm. He was Aaron's rival initially when like they were in training. Horseface
0: Wasn't it Sean?
1: John. Jean, Jean. Jean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I just quick did a goog and was not oh. thinking. Yes, Jean, Thank you. Jean <laughs> It's not often you get to call me out. So here we are. It's usually the other way around.
0: <laughs> like a replay the whole scene in my head of everybody that was in the, the flying boat. Like I don't remember a gene.
1: <laughs> yeah. Especially because Jean was like armored up. He had like 30 spears on his back swinging onto Ar- uh Aaron Titan at the end there. Like everybody else just had like one sword. He had an armory ready to go. I'm like, oh, he's he's here I'm, for the fight.
0: I'm glad they showed him as a supply man because I was like, there's no way they're all going in there with one thunder spear each. Oh, he's mm-hmm. holding the supply. Okay, mm-hmm. that made more sense. Mm-hmm. I was I was very confused. Very confused.
2: Yeah, yeah. And To be fair, like John has been one of my favorite characters and I do feel like he's been a little underserved, especially in this kind of like special, like he had, you know, a couple of lines of dialogue here and there, but I'm hoping, you know, he has a way to shine a little bit more in the, in the final, final parts. But, um, I am thinking of Aaron and just like this path that he's been on. We've talked about like some characters being redeemed, but basically he's just on a complete opposite path. And, uh, Zuhair, you mentioned being kind of confused and I do think, like, the back and forth between time and seeing him and when he first got to Liberia, uh, you know, saving – I think the kid's name was, like, Ramses, like, saving him. But, like, knowing yeah. that saving him was pointless and then going on to, like, see both, like, That's that true. kid and Halil, like, one mm-hmm. crushed by debris, the other one crushed by a Titan foot, and, like, zooming in on the face as his face just dissipates from the pressure. Like, that was dark. I could not help myself, but, like, as we were going on this journey with Aaron, um, again, being a fan of, like, Marvel stuff, like, I started to think, like, Aaron is a lot like Kang. Yep. He knows how this is all going to end, and he feels like nothing he does is going to be able to allow him to deviate from this path. And, ultimately, he is the, the cause of the destruction of everything.
0: Yeah, I, and as does much make as... make his brother the TVA?
1: trying yeah. to stop him and he change remains <laughs> um, yeah i i i did make those similar parallels and it is interesting to finally get this revelation you know truly confidently spread out for us like easy to read he knew what was going to happen the whole time like he can see all ends of time mm-hmm. and i wonder if that's part of why a i know manga readers have an issue with however this is going to end but b almost felt like it fell flat to me because I'm like, where's the twist in this? If Aaron knew this whole time, like what was the story about where, why were we going the direction that we were going? If we couldn't change fate, if it was always fated to happen in this way, like where is the twist coming in? And I'm sure it's going to pay off if there is that twist of the knife at the end, but it just kind of feels like, okay, Aaron knew, didn't want to tell anyone was being an a-hole the whole time. And here we are. Now we have to fight him again. Like, I almost want a little bit more from that payoff of like, I know how this begins. I know how this ends. Like, is he holding another secret that we don't know about instead of like, that's why mm. he needs them to stop him as opposed to him stopping himself. Like what, what's the end game here? Where is this going? And it just, it it was an interesting addition to have that felt like just a reminder as opposed to a tease of something or, 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 or question mark rather.
0: Especially because he's like tied to Amir now too. So like, how much of an influence does she have on his actions and thoughts now that he was like, "You can be yourself. I'll be your enforcer." And well,
1: that I was, forgot about that. Yeah. That was part of what rewatch uh, <laughs> Rainer was saying. Right? Is like, oh, he has this pressure inside of him that like he can't control. Maybe that's why he's just doing what he has to do, and we need to stop him.
0: All this because he needed a Tums
1: ah geez but but yeah it it was an interesting story it just I don't know with how long they've drawn out the storytelling of the first few seasons it did feel very short lived um, to only be a one hour special Mm -hmm.
0: I really enjoyed the episode I thought the cliffhanger was badass I do agree that it sucks that we have to wait until the fall Yeah, I don't know it's going to be interesting
1: yeah, and I'm trying to stay non-biased because I think there is a lot of bias coming out of me right now with the whole we have to wait for more of this yeah. thing cuz like I wasn't unsatisfied with the episode as I was watching it. It was just after the fact when I was like, "Okay, do I get the next thing next week to find out that I don't get the next thing next week?" I was I, I became a complaining fan almost. I think I'm, it's
0: I think it's because I'm ready for it to be over. I was like, "You know what? I like the system, it's fine. Like I don't have to draw it out." two different times this year and then wait five, six weeks each time. It's just like, okay, please, for God's sake, my fingers are crossed right now. The next time is just going to be the end of it.
2: Yeah. I, I, I can say like, honestly, if we weren't covering this on the podcast, I would probably just hold off. Like at this point, I'll just
1: wait till it's all available,
2: do a that's rewatch fair. and just watch it in its, in its entirety.
1: But again, that's why I was mad at the communication because I didn't know that was going to be the case until yeah. after the fact. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was also just so heavily emotional in awkward spots, or not awkward, but like like you said, Jay Scotty, at the beginning of the episode, it was so gruesome and so graphic. Like, I know how bad the rumbling is. I have come mm-hmm. to terms with this is going to kill a lot of people. To actually see that felt like you were just dragging my emotions through the mud. Like, I almost... I didn't have any of the ooh, I get to see the gang come back together like TJ's thing was oh I want to see the final five fight I'm just like I'm still sad about everything I just had to watch man I don't I need to keep my spirits high somehow mm-hmm. so I I think uh, the the pacing was a lot to handle like yeah. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like I need some time to really like it's been a couple days and I feel like I'm still processing everything that I saw I look
0: forward to the day where three or four years go by and I'm just like, you know what? I haven't seen Attack on Titan in a while and I can just watch it from beginning to end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that's the biggest thing is like, this is going to go down in history as one of the most interesting and intricate stories ever told that you can watch in a very short period because it's air quotes only four seasons long. Like it is fairly short, all things considered. We've just waited 12 years to get it.
2: Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you guys think Aaron's Colossal Titan is taller than the Wall Titans?
1: Aaron's Uh, Colossal or... Because he doesn't have the Colossal in him.
0: uh, Armin, excuse me. That's been bothering me for a while because the -hmm. Colossal Titan can like peek over the wall, right?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: So wouldn't that mean that like the Wall Titans are like up to the Colossal Titans like shoulder?
1: Yeah, I think that's a valid point. I mean, I noticed there was some weird anatomy going on with the remainder of the Colossal Titans in general, that they had, like, the scrunched up feet, and some of them had exposed jaws, some of them I, didn't. I there's some different
0: Facial reaction. Yeah,
1: I'm wondering if that's just, okay, we made these big Titans that we're calling Colossal Titans, but then there's the Colossal Titan that is yeah. a force to be reckoned with that is one of the original nine.
0: Because he's not the Colossal Titan if he's the same height as the rest of them, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm thinking about what we saw with like even like – because arguably like in terms of screen time, we spent a lot more time with Bertholdt as the colossal titan and like thinking about Armin going up against him and like the way the steam posed such a threat to him when that was happening. And like it took like the combined steam of like five or six of these wall titans in close proximity to like take Hanji out after a, a certain yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Um, I think that lends credence to the fact that these are smaller versions of Armin's Colossal Titan.
0: That's something that the party brought up too. They were just like, wow, for three seasons, like they struggled against a colossal titan, and now Hanji's just knocking these up by herself. And I was like, Yeah, yeah but these are mindless titans, whereas mm-hmm. like that was a person like actively covering himself up and strategically placing himself. So I I I understand how Hanji was able to get away with it. And she was smart in like trying to get certain ones so that they toppled over and this and that. So it's like mm-hmm. that, that didn't bother me at all. That that tracked, if anything.
1: Yeah, I will say this show is also uh, not great when it comes to perspective. If you look back at some of like the early seasons, there's times where like Aaron Titan towers over the buildings or he's like a quarter of the way up the wall. But then the first time he fights the Colossal Titan, he's like the size of its shin and if you actually like math that out he would that would make the colossal titan like Mm. three times the size of the wall as opposed to you know the actual just can peek over the wall so they do a lot of perspective playing just to make things seem more monumental because it's also like the walls only a hundred i think it's a I can't remember. It's, like, smaller than you would think, but if you actually math out, like, how many tall Aaron is and multiply it by the scenes of him against the wall, it looks humongous, comparably. So there's a, there is a lot of things that they do very, very intentionally different just to make you feel smaller watching these massive beings. Yeah. While Maria is definitively
2: smaller than the wall at castle black and game of thrones just oh had, yeah it's so small much smaller
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good perspective no dragons here though i still love that the opener for the second season had all these like titan animals just oh right never gonna get anything out of that
1: maybe maybe that is the twist of the knife that i'm waiting for is to finally get the whale titan
0: um <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out of the ocean <laughs>
1: Yeah, so for reference, the wall is 50 meters, which is 100. Oh, you're asking for it in American, which is 164 feet. (laughs) Um, The Colossal Titan is just a bit bigger than that. So think about that's a meter is about a yard. That's half a football field is (laughs) like a football field's not that big. Half a football field is the Colossal Titan. Yeah, but if you take a football field and like Stand it up vertically, like but like it, looking at the colossal titan, I expect it to be a whole football sure, field, sure, sure not sure. half a football field. Like that's it's really not that. I expect the colossal
0: titan to like actually peek over a football yeah. stadium.
2: We've we've talked about corridor on this channel, or on this channel, on this podcast before, <laughs> and I know we have a channel. Ryn, of the corridor crew, he did a special on the. And I, th- I think we plugged it, actually, back when we were covering Attack on Titan. I think you brought it up, didn't you, Andrew? The scale
1: of Titans yeah. in, Col- yeah. in Attack on Titan, yes. Yeah, might be time to revisit that one. It is, yeah. because so, <laughs> so there you go. The walls and the Colossal Titan are are around 50 and 60 meters, which is 160 and 190 feet. The wall in Game of Thrones is 700 feet. There we go, okay. Yes. And like they, they animate them to be the same size. So there's a lot of weird perspective happening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at any given time yeah no doubt uh
2: i don't know if i have much more to to say on this one how about you fellas
0: did we talk about the story much
1: and at the end of the day that's (laughs) that's my (laughs) weird problem with this episode is like we got a lot but it's not tangible story like i'm not gonna sit (laughs) here and talk about the civilians that were at the fort that we saw for like we saw them for like half the episode. And it, it was, yeah. it was nice to see the emotional impact that it was having on the remaining Marleyans that were, um, you know, still trying to escape. But like, I don't know if I care about that as much as I want to care about the original team and how great Hanji was. Yeah. And like, we talked plenty about her Swan song, which I yeah. guess we didn't talk about how beautiful the animation was mm-hmm. that like classic MAPPA doing MAPPA things and That's just like animating the seen that in theaters. heck out of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for my purposes, I do think the biggest story beats were Hanji's swan song, and then this conversation that uh, our ragtag team got to have with Aaron in the coordinate or the paths, and we we talked about those. So I think going forward, like the biggest story beat was going to be Levi versus Zeke, round three versus the Beast Titan, and that was the cliffhanger there. So again, yeah, a lot happened, but again it felt like a lot of setup for this, this final, final part that we're getting. So I, I do still come away thinking that like Hanji's uh, moment was the most impactful part of this, this whole special.
1: Yes. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, at least they didn't overshadow her yeah. truly going out in her own stylish way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. Flashy.
1: Without a, it,
2: without getting a ride on the Cart Titan. She was not having that. Oh my oh. gosh, that was such a <laughs> that was so you, sad. You
1: made it weird. Get get out of here. You made it weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look how
0: you've truly met Hanji now. I think that moment reminded me. It was just kind of like, man, we haven't seen the side of her in a while.
1: Yeah. No, and they
0: killed all the Titans on their island, so
1: I guess that's the last one thing to say. Is she would have been very intrigued at the the big cliffhanger we got on the boat of, like, now Falco can kind of feel the memories of the Beast Titan, was it, that he said? Oh, yeah, I almost completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's that seems like
2: his his story arc, like, going forward is uh,
1: what he thinks he can fly. Yeah, yes. So we're gonna have a flying Jaw Titan? Or Jaw Titan, not Beast Titan, thank you. Um, Yeah, that was such a... Bizarre, like I can see him above the clouds. I think I can do that. And it's like, what? Why? Why was he flying?
0: I really hope he just gets put into a cannon and just shot over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, giant with wings would be interesting, but
1: I don't like, like would he just Titan. carry
0: any there the whole time? cause we want to see all the titans together,
2: right?
1: Yeah, so you got to bring Annie and then I guess Gabby's just going to hang out. She's going just going to tag along for the ride, shoot some more people. <laughs> like she does. <laughs> like she do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> another one I'll see for after. <laughs> If you guys have ever seen Helsing a bridge, you know what I'm laughing at. But if not, I'll save it for after.
1: <laughs> that one's lost on me. Uh, I feel like that as we're laughing hysterically about things not attack on Titan, I think that's a good place for us to wrap it. All righty, so... <laughs> we said that
2: we would plug all the places to reach out to us uh, at the end of the episode here. So I'll start with the email. If you've got thoughts, uh, you heard TJ Stafford at the top of the episode, but let us know what you're thinking about the continuation of Attack on Titan's final season. Please do so at animation deliberation Podcast at gmail.com as well as uh, some other places.
1: And yes, and those other places are all of our social media accounts. You can follow us there, share our content there, or just keep up with any of the wonderful memes that we are keeping on all of our platforms. You can follow us at Animation Deliberation on Facebook and Instagram and Animation Delib1 on Twitter. All righty. Well, thank you
2: for listening and for tuning in. That's O N I N. And as always, stay whelmed.
1: And Shinzo Sisageo, Muscle, muscle. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. The leftovers... Or
2: the DMV,
1: Number 97.
2: or house cleaning. Or Chumba. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. WoodwardGrammited.com. plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Woodwork prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.